Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sons and days, how the hell are ya? Um, so I guess we're gonna go, I mean, it's gonna be a tangent. So like, we all know that that's gonna be a tangent. Um, I guess we're gonna talk about how I gotta get my shit together, which I think I'm doing pretty okay, but like, I'm not at the same time. Um, so let me tell you how I stress out about literally everything and anything all the time. And I just gotta fucking chill the hell out, okay? So I think what I need to start doing, well, obviously, is just like chilling the hell out, right? Um, but I've decided to title this episode, Ain't No Thing Chicken Wang. And you might be thinking, Katie, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Actually, happy you asked. So, like, I like I said, I stress out and I, I freak myself out literally over nothing all the time. Um, and I realize that sometimes you just gotta, like, let it go. Like, it ain't no thing, chicka wang. You feel me? You feel me. I know you feel me. So, that's kind of, like what I keep having to tell myself. Like, I was watching TV literally, like, half an hour ago, probably more than that, because I had to get my old laptop and get the audio for the theme song off of that laptop and put it on my new laptop, and I felt like a gangster dude, because I felt like I had, like, like, two phones, you know, like, one for the plug and one for the low. I think that's how that song goes, but do not quote me on that. Um, and that was just, like, a a fucking mess um and I realized how shit my old laptop is so like thank god I got this new one um but I was watching tv the other or earlier and this girl on the show was freaking out and I kept thinking I'm like why is she freaking out because there's literally nothing she can do like it's inevitable what's going to happen is going to happen whether she worries about it or not And then I had a fucking epiphany. I was like, dude, that's literally life. Like, you can do what you want. Doesn't mean anything's going to change, right? So I I thought that was pretty cool. Because that was the most realized, the biggest realization I've had in a very long time. Um, And I go to college. So nothing else in my life is clicking, but that did. Um, And I realized that I just have to like, chill the hell out. Like, I work myself over, or work myself up over literally nothing constantly. So, um, let's see. I started a new job. I decided that I wanted to not be at the same job for, since I was 17. Um, so I got a new job. And these people are, um, I don't know how to, how to put it. Like, they, I guess are a little bit stricter than my last employer, which is totally okay. Like, I don't have a problem with it, but I'm terrified that I'm going to get yelled at literally at any given second. So they'll tell me, they're like, hey, Katie, uh, can I talk to you really quick? And I'm like, no, nothing good ever comes from people talking. Um, You're going to fire me. And then they're like, oh, by the way, um, on this day, so-and-so is going to be out, so we just need you to know, so that way, you know, you don't schedule anybody there, and I'm like, oh, okay, 
not in trouble? And they're like, no, you're not in trouble. And I'm like, but are you sure? And they're like, yeah, Katie, you're fine. And I'm like, no, dude, like, like I fucked up somewhere. I know I did. Give it time. It'll, it'll show up. And I freak out about that. Like, I've never had like a reason to be fired, but I'm always afraid that I'm going to make like a stupid little mistake. And when I do, like, they're super nice about it too. They're like, hey, dude, like, don't worry about it. Like, you're human. It happens. And I'm like, that is so nice of you. But there's potential that I'll fuck up like nine different times and then you're going to get sick of it and then you're going to fire me. And they're like, literally, you're fine. Knock it off. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll freak out again in about 24 hours. Um, and I have no reason to do that. Like, I'm doing my job to the best of my ability. Everybody is aware of that. I get along with everybody. I'm just crazy, you know? And then it's, I feel like it translates a lot more into, like, I don't want to talk about relationships because I always talk and talk about relationships, but I think it's because I'm hopeless romantic. So that's, like, where my brain automatically goes. Um, but I've noticed that I'm like this in relationships um I'm pretty sure we all knew that though like I'm um I'm kind of a little crazy but like every girl's crazy you just gotta pick your favorite type and I don't want to say I'm clingy necessarily I have I don't even want to say it's attachment issues either I worry I think that's just a personality trait. Like, I have anxiety out the wazoo. Like, I've been having panic attacks since I was, like, 13 years old. Um, And what the fuck does a 13-year-old have to worry about? Like, go to school, come home, hang out with your friends, and then go to school, come home, hang out with your friends. Like, that's all you really have to worry about when you're 13 fucking years old. I didn't even do sports when I was 13 years old, really. Like, I played softball, but it wasn't really, like, too into it. So, like, what the fuck did I have to worry about, right? Um, But I started having panic attacks when I was, like, 13. And ever since I was little, I've been, like, a really anxious kind of kid. Um, Like, I I think my my mom kind of set me up for failure on that one. Um, She was, I don't want to say strict, because, like, she wasn't like, you can't watch that, the devil, or, like you can't hang out with so-and-so, they're the devil, you know, like, on, like, on, like, Waterboy, with, like, Bobby Boucher's mom, she's like, she's the devil, and I know a lot of my listeners know exactly what I'm talking about, because I think, like, 60% of you guys out there, so I'm talking to you, I'm talking to all you guys out there, identify as male, I, I see you, (laughs) um, but when she's, like, don't hang out with her, Bobby Boucher. She's the devil. My mom wasn't that bad. My mom was more of a like, hey, mom, can I go hang out with friends? She's like, no. It's like, because, like, why? She's like, because I said so. And you're like, oh, okay, sounds fucking sick. Thank you for giving me a reasonable response. That's, yep, yeah, that, thank you. <laughs> um, and then um, it was just like that a lot. But my mom was always like, don't do that. You're going to get hurt. No, don't do that. You're going to get sick. Don't touch that. You like, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get sick. And so I think that's just like manifested into my brain that somehow, some way 
I'm going to get hurt or I'm going to get sick with something. So I don't, I guess that's probably where it stems from. Um, I mean, like no shade or anything like that, but like a little bit of shade. Um, and so I get like, I've always been super duper nervous. I, when I was little, I would cry about, well, I still do it as an adult, but like, I'm not going to admit it, but I, um, like I cried, I cried about everything when I was little. I got student in the month when I was, what, five? I was in kindergarten and I was a rootin' tootin' kid when I was like five years old. It was before my personality came in and before I learned how to cuss. So I was like manageable and like well-behaved and everything like that. Um, and so I got student of the month when I was in kindergarten and my mom was there and everything like that because like this is the first time I've gotten it. Like, that's a pretty big deal and everything. I was so painfully shy and anxious as a child that they said my name. I walked up to the front of the school and just fucking cried. Like, ugly cried. Like, there's a picture of it of me ugly crying, red in the face. And I'm just like, <laughs> kind of crying, like a good one. And it's literally just me crying because I was nervous and then my my mom had to literally take me home from school that day like I was crying so bad that she had to take me home because I was fucking oh it was ugly man and then let's see and then like ever since like birth pretty much I came out of the womb crying I'm probably gonna die crying um but I get I get super nervous and I'm always afraid that people don't like me and I don't know why I mean maybe it's the underlying daddy issues I don't know if we want to psychoanalyze it but uh get kind of get a little Freudian in there um but I'm always afraid that people don't like me and I don't know why or if maybe someone at some point was like you're fucking annoying shut up that's just why nobody likes you and it stuck with me like I genuinely don't know like where it came from um but that's always my fear is that like I'm annoying and people don't like me so what I've kind of like in my relationships <laughs> I'm literally that person who like you don't text me for 12 hours tight that's great you do you dude I get it you're doing your thing I'm doing my thing ain't no thing chicken wang right but then on the inside, I'm like, whatever, I'm not, like, worried about it. But, like, he fucking hates me. No, he fucking hates me. I don't know what I did, but, I, like, he hates me because I fucked up somewhere. He probably just thinks I'm annoying. Oh, my God, he hates me because that one time I made that one joke about that one thing and he didn't like it. Like, I'm, that's what goes through my head. Or I'm like, oh, he's finally had enough of me. All right. Sounds good. Last time I put my heart out there, which we know it's not, but I like to think it is. <laughs> and then, um, but I freak out and I manifest on it. I like sit there and I'm like, we're doing great. He's going to leave me. <laughs> and which I'm realizing is actually a super big problem because like I'm an adult, right? Like adults have adult jobs. Like, right now, I work fucking eight to five, 
and then I come home and procrastinate my fucking homework and make podcasts or podcasts podcasts for you fuckers and I don't even get paid for it like I'm doing this out of the kindness of my heart to keep all of you entertained I'm doing a civil service I should be able to claim this on my taxes um and um like I I get that people have shit to do I'm fully aware of that but I freak out like I'm like whatever he's at work it's fine don't worry about it but um I have this habit of just being like okay well you know it's it's seven o'clock like he's home from work he should be texting me by now and it's not like I don't know if I need like the external validation or what but like fuck it's exhausting and I realized that I just gotta fucking chill my shit right like you think me saying it over and over and over again would get it into my fucking brain but I don't know man it's like a personality trait where I just freak out over nothing and I think like I know that like people get busy and shit like I've said that but part of my brain is also too just like I joke about okay so if you haven't noticed I use humor as a defense mechanism right so I I joke about shit and I'm just like haha whatever my personality is my best form of birth control ha 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 or like um god I don't even fucking know but I like I joke about it and I'm like whatever haha I'm so annoying ha 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 but like sometimes damn bitch like I can't stop (laughs) like I'll feel myself like saying like something stupid and I'm like shut up nobody cares like nobody nobody cares at all what you're saying has zero significance to the conversation that's happening right now and I'm like nope say it try to make someone laugh say it and it's fucking exhausting like god fuck dude and so I just like I talk an excessive amount I'm sure you can tell by the rambling that I do in my podcast right and so I also like fixate on it because like relationship trauma also is real I forgot that I wrote that down as a main talking point I actually like put down some bullet points real life relationship trauma is a real thing like I'm a firm but like I don't want to say PTSD because I feel like that's that's not destigmatizing but like that's taking the significance away from actual PTSD um but like like you get you get trauma like you can get fucked up right like emotional trauma and everything like that like that that shit's real and that shit sticks with you so like I, we all do, I'm sure. Anybody who's been with anybody is, it has affected them in some way, shape, or form, right? And so, given my track record, um, I had someone not really respond to me, um, and that turned into, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like, fuck you mean you don't know if you could do this anymore? Like, the the not talking? Just, like, fucking talk to me, and then you wouldn't be doing it anymore. Like, it's completely, like, self-inflicted. Like, we can fix this. And he was like, oh, I just don't know if we can, if I can do, like, me and you anymore. And I was like, oh. Like, so, do you, like, not want to be with me anymore? 
And then he was like, I don't know. And I never got a fucking answer, right? And I was like, okay. So that makes me kind of nervous is like when people don't talk to me for extended periods of time because like that's literally how it started, right? Like, oh, like don't text me for six hours during the work day. And I, I, I tried the logical side of my brain tries to tell myself like hey dude they're fucking working like get a life and then the irrational side of my brain is like well he hates you and that's why he doesn't want to talk to you right so that one is for sure like fixated on me like uh it was I don't, I don't even know what the word is. It did, it was significant enough for it, me to get nervous in future relationships after that one, uh, where I'm just like, dude, he's not talking to me. You know how this one's gonna go. And I, like, mentally prepare myself. I hurt my own fucking feelings, like, 24-7. I go through people's social media a lot, and I know that, like, people say that social media is, like, super bad for your mental health. And I get it to an extent. Like, sometimes I'm just fucking bored and I just want to see pictures of, like, that aren't mine, you know? <laughs> and then, like, other times I catch myself deep diving into people's Instagrams and I hurt my own fucking feelings. <laughs> um, and I, I do that and then I see, like, I compare too. That's also a really bad habit that I have. I compare, um, like, oh, well we did that or like when we were together we did this or he did this when we when he was with me and stuff like that or I compare myself oh my god if they get a new girlfriend ooh, don't even get me started I'm like whatever whatever I also feel like I'm like ugly most of the time like some days don't get me wrong I do my makeup put on a cute top unfuckwinnable I could slay any man (laughs) and but sometimes I just feel like I'm just kind of like there, you know, like I've never seen someone who like looks, I don't want to say looks like me, but like I really have never seen anybody who looks like me, especially as far as like being a female in the day and age where like beauty standards are like redonk, dude, like I'm short with curly hair and my eyes are super far apart. I look like a fucking tree frog. So, and even like models and stuff like that, like they just started incorporating models that have curly hair. And then like American Eagle just came out with curvy jeans. Like the difference between my waist and my hips is 13, 13 inches roughly. And so I could never find jeans. And I thought there was something wrong with me for the longest time. I was like, whatever, my fat ass just can't fit in jeans like no like they just don't build jeans for people who have an ass you know um so for the long like I don't know if that kind of like sprinkled its way into like some self-esteem issues where I just feel like I am not good enough for some people you know um and I I, as I've gotten older I've gotten better with it like I think I'm kind of cute kind of funny you know, I joke a lot about saying that I'm like a hoot and a half. Sorry. Also, if you can hear me scratching, I got eaten by, I think there's a mosquito in my room and it is hungry. Um, but, uh, ow, what was I saying? Um, yeah. So 
I don't know if it's just like a little bit of like so low self-esteem from once again I don't fucking know I couldn't tell you where all of my trauma comes from well I can tell you where some of it comes from but I'm not going to I'm just gonna elaborate on the trauma that I have um and also like I dated this one kid this one kid that one time um I was with this guy and he was a fucking jackass dude I have no clue like what the fuck I was thinking so it got to the point where like he would he he would get drunk like drinking heavy drinking consistently in relationships I feel like is never a good idea if you cannot be around someone sober consistently then like dude don't fucking don't even bother you know um and but he would just get drunk and he would get really mean and he's like you're a fucking bitch nobody likes you I fucking hate you I'm like I dude sounds good and so I finally just got up and left Uh, it took me a really long time longer than I'm proud of but I just got up and left. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, and I think that was a real tipping point for me to where like I noticed that I had self-worth. Like I fucking deserved better than that, right? And I think that was a good a good wake up call for me when I was like, dude, you're in the shitty situation that you told yourself you were never gonna get into. And I was fucking in that situation, dude. Like balls deep into that situation. Um, and it's just kind of like since then I've I have been working on you know trying to just let shit go because all of that anxiety and worry and anger even like depression and things like that that shit was literally so exhausting I could not um and it was getting to the point where like I felt like I couldn't even like be a fucking human being you know like everything was everything revolved around that and I decided finally like I don't fucking want to do this like I'm getting to the point in my life where I have to like I don't want to say worry about myself because like I'm a single 22 year oh shit I'm 23 since the last time we spoke I had a birthday shit my bad I'm 23 now um but like I'm a I'm a not married 23 year old and like this is literally the time that you get to be selfish you know like when you don't have any kids you're not married you don't really have any responsibilities to take care of anything other than yourself fucking take care of yourself and I've since the last shit storm that I've had I guess you could say I have been genuinely trying to fix things live a healthier lifestyle and just be a better human being for myself and I think the like the I guess self-hate was also fucking exhausting to keep up with because I'm like what am I gonna hate about myself today like girl just shut the fuck up go eat something and get your ass to work so you can buy yourself some cute little undies that's all I ever fucking wanted in this world. And so I, I, like, with school and everything like that, too, like, I do feel dumb sometimes because I'm like, wow, I fucking failed another class. But, like, I'm realizing that, like, I was comparing myself to a lot of people who who graduated the same year as I did where they graduated with their bachelors and, like, are already in fucking, like, on their way to graduate school, right? That shit is exhausting. 
and also a lot of these people had the means to go to school full-time live up at a university and not have to work and if they did have to work it was like some part-time rinky dinky like oh i'm just a kid in college kind of like summer job like no i fucking worked five days a week for eight hours and still had to go to school and i was taking short classes so i would take two classes and then another two classes like so i would take like an eight-week class two eight-week classes and then i would take two more eight-week classes right afterwards and like i was trying to do that shit while i was working full-time and i realized that that kind of that kind of pressure is not sustainable and i think that's where i'm starting to learn about myself like that shit is not sustainable and that's why i kept i like i dropped out of college like i think like three times um i lived up in tucson and i dropped out and then i came back to to um i came back home and i dropped out again and then i moved to texas and i was just fucking done and i think i took another semester off and then and then i went back because your girl's trying to be a doctor but like you can't be a doctor if you don't have a degree um but yeah like i i have to stop comparing myself to everybody you know like yes it's good to set goals and have boundaries benchmarks things that you want to accomplish, things that you admire, things that that you aspire to be like, but I I am my own person. You know, like I've been really having to like work with that. Like I am who I am and I can deal with it. Like I I've been okay, I know that this sounds like it has nothing to do with it, but I swear it does. I have been buying new clothes. And with my new job, I have to wear, like, not jeans and a t-shirt, which is excruciating. And so I had a pretty good blend of all the things that I liked. Um, I felt comfortable in everything that I wore. And it was, it was definitely, like, a, a culture shock, I guess you could say, going from super ridiculously casual to having to wear like business casual clothes all the time and I feel like I'm not myself you know I feel like when I when I go to work I have to put on a show and be somebody who I'm not and when I first started I've been there for a couple months now and when I first started that was really bothering me it was really bothering me and now I'm adapting to know where my place is and I mean, I can't sit there and say the fuck word 90 times while I'm sitting at a desk, but it's, I'm, I'm realizing, um, I guess, yeah, just how to adapt. That's probably the best word I could think. And I'm a creature of habit, which I think also goes back to the anxiety. Like I am an anxious person. I need consistency. I need to be in control of all of the situations at all the time because I freak out. And now that I'm put in a position to where I can't just sit there and bullshit all day long and I have to, like, anything could come at me at any given time, that is, I think, helped me at least grow a little bit. And I I told myself at the beginning of the year, too, that, like, 20, 
was it 2021? Yeah, it was 2021. <laughs> um, was the year that I'm going to step out of my fucking comfort zone and I've been doing pretty okay. Um, I still freak out a little bit, but I mean, baby steps because I'm not trying to like throw myself into full-blown cytosis or not cytosis, <laughs> um, psychosis. Um, just because like I'm trying to, you know, it experience life a little bit more. And I realized too that my anxiety and everything like that was crippling me to the point where I wasn't living an actual life, you know, like I was afraid to do everything. And now like my worst fear now is literally getting human trafficked or like murdered in a parking lot. I'm actually going to to Colorado next week and I moved around my flight because I was going to come back later and at like 8.30 and then someone was going to pick me up, but then it turns out that someone couldn't pick me up from the airport. So then I was like, okay, well then I'll just take my car up there. And then I was like, I don't want to be walking around in a parking lot that I'm not familiar with at nine o'clock at night, right after I got home from, or right after I landed um, off of an airplane where you're not allowed to carry like pepper spray or knives. And I was like, "Mm, maybe I should change my plane to the daytime. So really that's like my biggest fear at this point. Um, and I feel like that's a very reasonable fear to have. So I think other than that, I, I'm I'm working, I'm progressing, I'm trying. Um, and I just gotta like, like let shit go. And I, I understand that that's gonna be like one of my biggest things because there is a healthy sense of worry. I feel like after a certain point, if you do not worry, that's also a completely different issue. Like, hey, I don't give a fuck. Like, I just want to go jump off a three-story building and maybe, like, swan dive off of a bridge. Like, you gotta care after a certain point, right? Oh, I was doing, like, 120 miles on a 35 road going around a corner at night while it was raining. Like, you gotta have some form of worry, you know? (laughs) Like, like the fight or flight response is there for literally a reason. Um, and, but I think I'm, I'm getting better. I'm definitely able to live a manageable life now, which is fucking sick. Um, and I'm hoping to just progress. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get to the point where I'm happy, healthy, and living a full life. And I kind of want like one of those like, yeah, I'm going to age myself when I say this, but a Tumblr life. Like I remember back in, in middle school, I had a Tumblr and everything was just fucking sick, dude. Like you go places, you sleep outside. I don't know if I could ever sleep outside though. That's one thing that I'm genuinely afraid of that I don't know if I could ever do. Like I'm terrified that like a bear is going to come eat me or that bugs are going to crawl in my hair and nest in there. And I mean, that just might be because I got like this huge like mess of hair on top of my head. Um, But that's like always been like one of my fears is that like bugs are going to crawl into my hair and get stuck or like crawl into my ears. I wear my hair down when I sleep and I cover my ears with my hair when I sleep because I'm terrified that a little bug's just going to like crawl up into my ear canal and then I'm going to go deaf because it bit through my tympatic membrane. Um, But yes, and now as we normally do, we catch myself on a ramble. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and conclude this for today. 
Um, also, before I go, actually, I want to thank the guy who sent me a uh, a message on uh, what's it, Anchor, the platform that I distribute my podcast through. Um, I believe his name is Clint. Uh, give me two seconds. I have my phone right in front of me. Let me double check that. Um, I believe his name was Clint. Um, bear with me. I really don't know how to use the app. I just know how to like put shit on. Uh, yes, Clint. Clint sent me a voice message about two weeks ago and he was super nice. He said that him and his friends, uh, listen to my podcast and that they're really expecting another one coming out soon. Um, Clint, this one is for you and the boys. Um, he had a friend I think named Ken or something like that, but it was, it was super nice of them. Um, to listen to that and I've gotten to over 400 plays actually and it's oh I I honestly didn't think that anybody listened to these and now that I know that people are listening to them um it kind of fucking scares me if we're being completely honest like what do we what do we do from here guys where do we go from here I mean I'm already at the bottom so the only place we can go is up like you can't get a negative well you can't get a negative whole number but like you can't get a negative amount of listeners. <laughs> so like I was already at zero and now I'm not at zero. Um, and there's this kid um, that works at this cafe that I go to like all the time. Like I place my order and then they're like, okay, Katie, we'll see you soon. And I'm like, ha, bitches, don't fucking call me out like that. But um, he mentioned it. Um, he followed me on Instagram because I think my mom dropped my name while we were in there. Not in like a, oh, my daughter's Katie kind of way, but like she was talking to me and she was like, God damn it, Katie. <laughs> and I think he overheard. Um, and then he found me on Instagram and then listened to my podcast. So like, dude, if you're listening, let's like hook me up with a, with like a free sandwich next time I go in there. Cause you know, I'm going to buy two and then a pizza on the way home. Um, but I just wanted to thank everybody who's out there listening and supporting because it honestly means a lot. Like, I genuinely didn't think that anybody gave a shit about anything I said. And I use this kind of as like a nonchalant kind of diary. Um, it's kind of more just like a stream of consciousness. And I actually feel so much better um, after I go on these rants and stuff like that. I feel like I I need this. I need to say certain words out loud in order for me to just like like I feel lighter afterwards and so I just wanted to say thank you to literally everybody who listens and supports um like I just think that's fucking tight dude like that's that's fucking sick if I get famous off this shit just know that you were here at the beginning when I was literally nothing um recording in my bedroom with bad audio and probably the sound of dogs and air conditioners kicking in um but yes thank you guys once again we went on another tangent I think this has been like a five minute tangent I'm going to conclude this now like for reals this time um so I bid you all adieu I hope you all have a fantastic, um, let's see, it's gonna, I'm gonna post it right now and it's a Tuesday, so just have a good hump day, fucking get sick this weekend, guys. Stay safe, much love, I bid you adieu, I'll talk to you guys later, bye!